Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dassy Donuts. I'm on my way into the club to help Queenie with her Poetry Month activities. She's really thrown herself into Poetry Month this year and has been reading lots of different poets and writing some of her own poems too. This morning she called me up and said she had something exciting to show me and so I'm heading into the club to see what has her so excited today. OK, I just arrived. Let's head in and see what's happening. Hi, little Dazzy Donuts. Welcome back to the club. Hi, Queenie. How great to see you on this beautiful spring day. You're right. It really is beautiful. The birds are singing, the blossom and flowers are in bloom, and the bees are starting to dance around the garden. Oh, I so love this time of year. Plus, we also have all the fun that goes with Poetry Month, too. You've certainly thrown yourself into Poetry Month this year. So what have you been up to this week? Well, I started off the week by reading the poems of Shel Silverstein. Gosh, I love those and the artwork that goes with them, too. And after a day of those poems, I then spent a day reading the poetry of Rita Dove. I really like her poem called Dawn Revisited. Some mornings I actually wake up thinking about that poem, especially the line about getting up to see who's frying eggs for breakfast. You know me, I love my breakfast. It sounds like you're spending the month listening to a wide variety of poetry. So what about today? Which poet are you focusing on today? Well, I started the day already to dive into Robert Frost when there was a knock on the door. I popped my head out to see who it was, and all that was there was this box. Well, I'm thinking that Posty Dale delivered it from the Poetry Postal Service. I mean, April is his busiest month, what with people sending each other poetry. He must have been up really early today. Well, this looks interesting. It's certainly well-wrapped, and it has a lot of stamps on it, too. It does. Let's open it up and see who it's from. You never know. It may be a cake. I mean, it probably isn't, but you never know. A poetry cake? Gosh, a cake would be lovely. Perhaps a sponge cake with buttercream and jam inside. Ooh. Or perhaps it's a chocolate cake. Oh, I do love chocolate cakes. You know, it's possible to get cupcakes delivered to your home these days. Perhaps it's cupcakes. Or perhaps it isn't even a cake. There are just so many options. Okay, well, I'm through all of the tape. Let's open it up and see what's inside. Oh, well, this is interesting. It's not a cake, I assume. It isn't. Look, it's a packet of poetry recordings and a letter. Let's see what the letter says. Oh, it's from my new friend, Lisa. She lives in Scotland. Well, this is mighty nice of her. The letter says, Hi, Queenie. Oh, well, that's a nice start. I do like a nice start to a letter. She continues, Given our chat, I thought you'd enjoy these poems. They're some of the recent winners from our competition. Let me know what you think of them. 
Talk soon, Lisa. What a nice letter! Oh, and there's a leaflet in the box too, all about the competition. Here, take a look. Oh yes, it's the mother tongue other tongue competition. That's a famous multilingual poetry competition where kids write poems in a language that isn't English. For some kids, they write a poem in their mother tongue, which means their first language, and so the one that's possibly spoken in their home. And for other kids, they write a poem in a language that they're learning, perhaps at school. This is fascinating. So, how did you end up chatting with Lisa? Oh well, it all started last week. I was telling Chicken and Hedgehog all about the poems I'd been reading, and Chicken wanted to know if I'd read any chicken poems. It turns out that there's a rich tradition of poetry in the chicken world that we don't know about because so few people speak the chicken language. So that Hedgehog suggested that I try out some poetry in other languages, just for a change. Not knowing where best to start, I checked out a few places online, and I came across Scotland's National Centre for Languages which runs the Mother Tongue Other Tongue competition for kids in Scotland. When I reached out to them, Elisa replied. We had a lovely chat, and now this surprise box has just arrived. I really like this, Queenie. What a lovely way of exploring a side of poetry that you haven't explored before. Also, I like how these poems connect to our current competition of friends and family. After all, Languages play a very important part in family life. You know, there are a lot of people who speak one language in the home and another at school or work. And for some families, their language is an important connection to a place that their family came from. Then languages are also important to friends too. For many of us, we learn new languages alongside of our friends in school and in evening classes. You're so right. It's a win-win. You know what else would be a win? This packet of chalky pickies. I think I'll open them and we can nibble a few while we listen to poems that Lisa sent. It looks like there are five here. How exciting! Let's start off with the top two. I'll play this one first. It comes from Abby, and her poem is in Gaelic. Let's take a listen. Gorm, uska kusilia riskahan. Arco Morrison Tool. Doris Air a Tai Skippleton Manti. Sulin Glitzak Air Mokarit Stephanie. Jerkan Blaster Humilish Reicha. Jerkan Jalen J. Rhea Lish Skihan Snock. Fredikina Fast Lish Phallic Allen. Mulavakek Lan Fashion. Gosh, wasn't that so good? It was so fun to listen to the poem, even though I didn't understand the words. It really is. It makes me focus on everything else that's in the poem and the way that it's read out, like the rhythm of the delivery. You're right. I found myself trying to guess what the poem is about, and I was listening out for words that I recognize. I definitely recognize the name Stephanie. I wonder if the poem is about something with that name. Either way, I really got the sense of the feeling. That comes through, and it's so fun to listen to. To know for sure, Queenie, you'll need to find someone who speaks Gaelic, or perhaps learn Gaelic yourself. 
You know, Gaelic is a language that dates back at least 700 years, and there was a time when most of Scotland spoke it. These days the numbers are much smaller, but it's really important that we keep languages like Gaelic alive. So much of our heritage lies in our languages. I'm really glad that Abby wrote her poem for the Mother Tongue Other Tongue competition and that it was selected as a winner. Well, I wonder what language our second poet is speaking. Let's see. It's from Shadselvi. Let's play Shadselvi's poem now. Je peux perdre tout ce que j'ai, mais je ne vais pas perdre le gens que j'aime. Je peur qu'un jour quitte part tous, que nous nous éloignons, qu'il me remplace. J'ai tellement peur d'être que des passages dans leur vie. J'ai toujours eu la peur de perdre le gens que j'aime, mais parfois, je continue à me demander, y a-t-il quelqu'un qui a peur de me perdre? Oh, I recognize the language in Chancelvie's poem as French. Did you notice that, Queenie? I did. I don't speak much French, but I've heard it enough to know what French sounds like. Isn't it interesting how the Gallic language and the French language sound so very different and both provide such wonderful poems? They really did, and I enjoyed listening out for words that I know, either because the word sounds like an English word or because there's a French word in there that I happen to know. When I was listening to Chancelvie's poem, I caught a few words that I recognized, like aimer, which is to love in French, and demander, which is to ask. Oh, it's so nice to listen to poems in another language. You know, I really want to find a way of keeping a record of all the languages that we've listened to. Oh, I know. We have a map at the cupboard. Let's get it out. Here it is. I'll roll it out. Now, somewhere over here we have some colorful pins. Oh, here they are. I think I'll put a pin in the map for all of the places that speak the languages we listen to. I love that idea. Okay, you'll need a pin for Scotland, which is where Scottish Gaelic is spoken. And then French is spoken in lots of countries, so you'll need a few pins for French. You'll want one in France, and then also in Switzerland, and in Belgium, or in Canada. Then you'll need a lot of pins for 34 countries and territories in Africa, as more than 140 million people in Africa speak French as a first or a second language. Okay, I'll start putting pins in all of those countries. Well, I do. Could we listen to another poem? Of course we can. How about I play us this one next? It comes from Zane, and the poem is performed in the language of Hauser. Here's Zane's poem now. Una jera wanan yakari dan unaso ungumeku un tapa ku un yuasadeku un chi abunchi daku ni ra wa daku una jera wanan yakari dan sadani yahaduda sapunku a chicken sabung dunia. The key chake. The soyaya. The haihiri. Oh, I really love the way that Zayd read that poem. 
Well, I don't know anything about the Hausa language, do you, little Desi Donuts? I'm wondering where I should put the pins on my map. Well, Queenie, Hausa is the language of the Hausa people, who originate in Africa. Almost 50 million people speak Hausa as their first language, and many of them are in the African countries of Niger and Nigeria. You'll also hear Hausa spoken in some other African countries like Ghana and Cameroon. Here, I'll show you where those countries are on your map so you can push in your pins. Now, what did you make of Zane's poem? I really like that it had a rhythm to it. It felt like Zane was sharing a story in a poem, and I could spot the verses too. I could tell it was a poem even though I didn't know what the poem was about. I like what you said about the poem having a rhythm. How about we listen to another and see if there's a rhythm in that one too? I know I'll play this poem from Lewis, which is read in Spanish. Don't forget to listen out for all of the things we've been spotting, like, can you hear the verses? Are there any words you recognize? And what can you guess about the poem from how it's delivered? Here's Lewis's poem now. Entre las ramas de la tierra queda un secreto machito. Acallados y chitos son, los azules y rojos se quedan pares. En las creitas del reino dividido yacen partidos. Nos dicen que si pudieran, lo gritarían como debieran, que él fue el culpable, que les dejó sin sus padres. Nuestro suceso, nuestra fosa, una parte de la patria le resta importancia. Mientras aún enterraban al pobre poeta, su cuerpo bendito cubierto por debajo de su propia tierra. Malditos sean todos y el bribón que lo hizo, en el nombre de los maricas, vascos y polacos fallecidos. Para que no olvidemos jamás lo que les sucedió, porque ahora están en las nubes del cielo. Libres de diablos rojos y sus pistoleros. So, Queenie, what did you make of Lewis's poem? Uh, I loved Lewis's delivery. It flowed so beautifully. And there was something about it that made me feel like it was quite a serious subject. I didn't recognize any words, but I could definitely tell it was a poem. Gosh, I need to learn more about these languages. Well, perhaps these poems will encourage you to try learning another language. If you do, poetry can certainly play a part in learning that language. You can find books of basic poems in other languages that are also translated into English. And you can memorize those poems. I know that I remember poems and songs better than I can just remember words. And so, if you can learn poems in other languages, you're likely to remember them. Before I forget, I should put pins in my map for where Spanish is spoken. In that case, you should start off with Spain. Then you should put pins in a lot of countries in Central and South America, like Mexico and Argentina and Chile. You know, Spanish is the fourth most spoken language in the world. Well, I'll put more pins in now. While I do that, let's listen to the last recording that Lisa sent. This is from Rona, and it says here that it's a poem performed as a song in the language of German. I'll play Rona's song for us now. Lies 
Jesus also sitzen, aber ist es Jesus so tun? Und es kann aber nicht stimmen in ihrem Kopf manchmal, weiß sie nicht, was sie sagen. In einem Minuten schaust mich Well, Queenie, I really like Rona's song. Not only was it a poem, but Rona played the music for it beautifully and sang nicely too. Well, I really loved Rona singing. She was doing three things at once, speaking German, playing an instrument, and singing. That's impressive. I'm not sure I could do that in English, let alone a second language. Rhoda also highlighted how learning a language can be helpful by remembering a song. Okay, now where should I put my pins for German? Well, you can start off with Germany, then you'll want a pin for Austria, and also for Switzerland and Liechtenstein. You should also put a pin in Namibia, down in southern Africa, as you'll find German spoken by some people down there. Most German speakers, though, are in Europe. Okay, well, that was the last of the recordings that Lisa sent to you. Gosh, I'm so pleased that Lisa sent us that parcel today. That was just so nice of her. It was great fun listening to poetry and all those other languages. Even if I didn't know the words, it made me realize that you could pick up important things about a poem from how it's read. Like from the rhythm and the emotion and the voice. The feelings it generates and so much more. Okay, well, I feel like we should say thank you to Lisa. I wonder what we could send back to Lisa in return. I feel like she deserves something special for sharing those five witty poems with us. How about you write a poem and send it to her? Uh, yes, I could write her a poem about where I live and about the club, too. And just in case Lisa is hoping for a food delivery, I'll also put one of my homemade cakes in the box, too. It always brightens someone's day to receive a cake in the mail. While you work on your poem, and then on your baking, I'll thank everyone for joining us for the episode. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me and Queenie. I also want to thank our poets today, Abby, Chancelvi, Lewis, Rona and Zane. Congratulations to all of you for being amongst the winners in this year's Mother Tongue, Other Tongue competition, run by Scotland's National Centre for Languages. Also, a big thank you to Lisa from the centre for all of her help. Queenie is preparing a cake for you right now. I hope you enjoyed yourself and I hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again on Monday when we'll have a new topic with brand new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying, keep rhyming. <laughs>